it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Easy Yoga Podcast, all things well-being, relationship stuff and everything else. So today I have a wonderful guest with me. His his name is James Linehart and he has spent 10 years helping the critically injured, the chronically ill and infirm patients. And he spotted a key gap in the way we think about posture and there's no consideration for how to manage it at night. So he decided to take care of himself and he started Levitex, the company which he founded. So whether it comes to complex neurological patients, elite athletes, home office workers, and everyone in the middle, the impact of sleep quality and specifically what we sleep on can't be underestimated. So welcome, James. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. That's all right. It's nice to meet you. And nice yeah, it's to, really nice. Yeah. Nice to be on. And I'm really yeah. excited just given the, the sort of stuff that you talk about. So I hope that I can uh, bring something to the table. We'll yes, see. yes, we will do. Definitely. So I read earlier that the single biggest sleep well, reason for poor sleep is being uncomfortable in bed and yeah. that we sleep for 26 years. That's nuts. Is that in our lifetime? <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, so I think I think the um, we, we, we do some work with dreams and I think they actually made this infographic a year or so ago and it said the average person lives for 79 years, right. of which they work for 13, they eat for just over one, they go to wow. school uh, no longer than I think a year and a half, they exercise is only a year, you sleep for 26, Wow. And the thing that, that really stuck with me was that you try to get to sleep for seven. So you are staring at a wall going, please let this be over for seven years of your life. Wow, that's mad. That's so true, especially with my clients as well. I have quite a few clients that can't sleep just because their mind is going constantly. And yeah, and I wonder if this is part of it. Well, I think that... The, you know, for me, it's really obvious. I was lucky because, so I have a, an existing business called Posture Care and we started that. I, I just completely fell into it. I was approached by two neurophysios because I make foam. Yeah. Um, they designed a sleep system to manage the posture of bed bound and mobile patients. So, you know, people, for example, who've either had a catastrophic brain injury, suffer with strokes, MS, cerebral palsy, these sorts of awful conditions. Yeah. And those patients are bed bound and mobile and somebody else is moving them and positioning them in bed. Right. And so, and that's compounded by the fact that most of them have high levels of spasticity and voluntary movement. So when we've done all that work with the most poorly people that exist and we're fixing their spine health, we were able to really see the impact of what happens when you consider this stuff. And so, of course, that's relevant, not just to somebody who has complex needs, but elite sports professionals like you said you know we work with a a number of uh, professional athletes and organizations if you have a spine and you sleep then you need to hear what we've got to say I think it's as simple as that which is Uh, everybody (laughs) which is everyone yeah so you know 
you start to start to join at the dots. So thing one, like you said, the single biggest reason we don't sleep is being uncomfortable in bed. So that's thing one to think about. So that means that so we're not comfortable. So what we're sleeping on isn't making us comfortable. That's thing one. Yeah. Thing two is, and this is really this is why we do a lot of corporate work, corporate well-being work, is that the second reason for short-term absenteeism after colds and flu is musculoskeletal problems. So that's back pain, neck mechanical neck pain, uh, repetitive strain injury, not mental health, believe it or yes. not. Mental health that half that number. So yeah. if you're thinking to yourself, you know, I wake up in the morning and I've got a stiff neck, nobody ever goes, I wonder if that's because of how and what I slept on. It's always like, oh yeah, I overdid it at the gym yesterday, or I've spent too long over the over the hob cooking, or you know, yeah. what, what I, you can always attribute your musculoskeletal problems um with something that you've done in a day and and so nobody but nobody is thinking about this enormous amount of time you know like you're you're a yoga instructor right so you will be bang on with how you sit in the day and and it's something that you'll be very conscious of let's find out what what happens when you go to bed what do you sleep on i guess do you even know a normal mattress (laughs) yeah exactly right so think about think about some of the yoga moves that you've spent years mastering yeah. whatever that might be that everyone has a move that or a position that they find very challenging that yes. they want to improve on yeah. right yeah well you only exercise for a year of your life so that's it's all bad. well and good yeah. but it's overwhelmed yeah. by 33 years just rock you know just sat in, yeah. just, just lying in bed with no consideration of what of is this a, you know if if we if we use sleep as a time for treatment not just the thing we do because we're tired yeah Actually, we can make some really meaningful changes to the quality of our sleep without promising, you know, you just said you've got uh, insomniacs that you work with. Yeah. Well, I can't, you know, if you are somebody who has, a, a, you know, a bill that's that's driving you mad or a bad day at the office or, you know, this podcast doesn't work for technical reasons or yeah. the weather's bad or there's a pandemic. There are so many things that will stop us sleeping and I can't help with that. Yeah. But when you are asleep, we all have a spine and there are specific things you can do that will legitimately improve your sleep quality with how you look after your spine. Yeah. So then you can take that bit away and say, okay, we can manage, that's a controllable. We can actually, you know, address that. I can't address the fact that you hate your husband or that your kids are driving <laughs> you mad at school. You know, what can anyone do? So, you know, we've seen a lot of work with corporate, the corporate wellbeing work that we're doing and everybody's focused and rightly so, I fully understand it, but everybody's focused on mental health. Yeah. It's such, you know, I think I read yesterday that in, in June, there were 420,000 referrals for mental health in this country. That wow. it, it is frightening. So I get it, but equally, sleep transcends all of it. Yeah. If you don't sleep, or I should say, you know, you wake up with a bad, having a bad night's sleep, you will either be in a bad mood or feel stiff. Yeah. And if you're in a bad mood and or feel stiff, you can have a terrible day. Yeah. And because everything hurts, it makes you it makes gives you a bad mood. And because you're in a bad mood, you then struggle to get to sleep. And because you struggle to get to sleep, everything hurts more. And it's a cycle. Yeah. But again, you know, the, the, I suppose the problem with um, how we consider and address sleep is that everybody, first of all, there's very little evidence to say what's good, bad or indifferent. There are loads of sleep experts. Yeah. <laughs> they generally work for a bed brand. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. in- the integrity there is interesting. There are a lot of awesome sleep experts. I can't generalise like that, but um, there are specific things that you can do that you can control. And so if you take away this thing of, 
going on Amazon and looking for the magic tablet that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's really, it's really, it's, it's really mean, actually. We speak to so many people who struggle with their sleep, you know, parents with new, you know. Yeah, new newborns, yeah. That's you know, I can't, I, you know, unless I come and babysit and do the night feeds, yeah. how can I help that? But what can I do to help you sleep? And, 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 and this is this sort of this totally unmet need of sleep posture. It's something that no one, you know, yeah. you're obviously top of your game. You're a really popular yoga instructor. You've got a podcast. You, you clearly know what you're doing. Um, but the majority of your time is spent not considering your posture yes, in spite yeah. of who you are and how awesome you are. If we take that even to, you know, uh, leading consultants, if you, if you have chronic back pain, and you go and see a leading pain consultant because there's no evidence base. The best thing they can yeah. say to you is sleep on whatever makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, but how <laughs> do you know what's comfortable? <laughs> but, but, but what? But, but comfort is a disastrous marker because I'm currently comfortable now. I'm, I'm a sleep posture expert. I, you know, I stand by that. But as a sleep posture expert, you're currently looking at me cross-legged, leaning over my with one arm on my knee. Yeah, and I can tell you this: I'm super comfy. Yeah, but that's not and, your posture. <laughs> and what's your point? You know, like, but but we all go for comfort. You know, if you look at all the bed brands, all the mattress brands on the market, they're all promising two things. Opulent comfort, you know, uh, orthopedic, therapeutic, yeah. whatever those words <laughs> yeah. mean, nobody quite knows. Yeah. Uh, or a perfect night's sleep. Yeah. How can you guarantee a perfect night? You can't. Yeah, um, yeah. And so Does that's this why... include like the REM sleep as well and like the different stages of your sleep, which I suppose is going more into uh it's a slightly different it's actually slightly it's a slightly different approach. If if we if if we're taking I can only work off logic because I'm not a particularly intelligent bloke, and equally I think it's important to be able to stand by what you're promoting and for nobody yeah. else to be able to really argue with me. You know, here's the evidence, here's the problem, here's the solution, take it or leave it versus trying to market and sell people on on on, yeah. on what beds to buy forget that yeah. we're talking about a very very simple theory that was developed in 1987 by a biomechanical engineer and the, because there's really no evidence on, on on how to sleep what to sleep on how to position yourself you know safe for you know people most people know that side lying is better than than lying on you know yeah you'd like to think people know that if you lie on your stomach you're basically a spine abuser um but but um you know we 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 fundamentally understand lying on our sides if you've had a child you will have been told to lie on your side or you know lie on your left side and what have you but there's 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 not much more to it uh but this is what we believe and this is the theory and this is why we've created what we've created so there's a science that says there's a direct linear relationship between having a neutral resting spine and the speed with which we recover so what we're saying is that you fall asleep and you sedate and everything sort of switches off and softens. Yeah. And if you put yourself in a position that gives you a straight neutral spine, then the muscles around aren't having to work. Yeah. And equally, if what's underneath you is comfortable and stable, you don't have to move around because you're either falling out of a tree or, you know, you're lying on a bed of rock and it hurts, you know, it's yeah. the pressure down is uncomfortable. So if we're all in agreement that it makes logical sense that if you leave your spine be, and you don't sleep like a complete wally. So you're not lying on your tummy with your head twisted all the way left and your body weight on top of it. Yeah. Then you can access improved linear speed of recovery. So you're okay. going to recover quicker. So, so you know, think about it like this. If I say to you, 
you're going to spend the next 20 years lying with your head all the way left like this, lying on your stomach. Yeah. Then the muscles on your, um, if I'm lying so that my, my, the right side of my face is touching the pillow yeah. and, I'm, and I'm looking left, then the muscles on the, the right of my neck are extended and the muscles yeah. on the left of my neck are shortened. And over time, my body shape is going to change because muscles require tension in order to maintain a position. Yeah. So if you keep extending, extending, then eventually they become loose, like stretching an elastic band. Yeah. So you develop essentially more muscles to manage and accommodate this new thing that you've been doing for 20 years, which yeah. wasn't how you were born. Yeah. So now you've got a body shape change that you need to accommodate with your daily life. So, mm, you yeah. know, when you sit in a chair, well, you know, you'll have people who do yoga with you that can't access a specific position. And it's yeah. probably because of years and years of the same one bad position, either in yeah. their chair, in their car, yeah. in their bed. We're not supposed to be at a 90 degree angle at all. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So. So I am so excited to announce that I am now an affiliate of Gravity Life and this is an incredible company who have an award-winning two-piece massage device called Posture Key and this uses your own body weight to provide pain relief and realign your spine's natural curvature. So give the power back to your body and all being a yogi, I'm all into this, all over this. So Posture Key improves our posture in the most natural way by allowing the body to fix and readjust itself rather than using brute force and hard manipulation they believe that we should let our bodies do the work for us whilst we unwind and relax and why not so head over to the website now which is gravitylife.com and use the code easy yoga at the checkout to get 15 pounds off your first order with free shipping so that's gravitylife.com and go and check it out because it is the most incredible product you will ever find it is really really good so go and get your 15 pounds off using easy yoga at the checkout and I will speak to you soon. And I think the thing that people, you know, the, 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 I suppose the crazy thing is if you work for a big corporate you will and go into their health and safety procedures, there is a huge thing around ergonomic seating and workstations and making sure your desk height is right. Yeah. And you're even as, a, as an employer accountable for that stuff. So if I got, you know, if, I, if my home work environment wasn't classed as the same as yeah. what I had in the office yeah the, the employer is accountable for that wow. but actually yeah but that's kind of irrelevant because for two reasons number one nearly nobody considers their daytime posture as much as you might yeah. sit up when you think about it when you're in the zone and you're writing your email or whatever it is that you're doing you'll revert to comfy spot that like you just yeah. will yeah so if we ignore trying so hard to challenge our daytime postures when we've got this obscene amount of time in the night yeah. that we don't have to, and, and it's not like you have to do anything. I'm not making you do yoga. You don't have to go and get a water bottle and hydrate. You don't have to have an apple yeah. water, count your steps. Yeah. You don't have to eat healthy. I'm not, all I'm saying is if you sleep like a complete wally, it's going to be hurting your neck or your spine, you know, the rest yeah. of your spine. That's yeah. it. It's really simple. It's a really simple <laughs> takeaway. But, I'll give you. I'll give you another that that that. And when you think about it for the first time, you actually it's actually laughable. So let let's go like this. Say for example, I want to be the best yoga instructor ever, and I know that you're the, the you know the bee's knees. So I come to you for advice, and I'm like, you know, what do you wear? And you show me that you've got a pair of whatever sweaty Betty yeah, leggings, leggings, and they're a size medium, and blah blah blah. Okay, 
And then I say to you, listen, I also want to improve my sleep. What do you sleep on? You go, I've got, I don't know, some fiber filled pillow from Tesco. Fine. So we meet in the shop and we both go to buy the pillow. We go and get, and it doesn't matter if we get a cheap pillow at 50, 15 quid, yeah. or we go to Harrods and buy one for 600 that's like an Alaskan duck filled, you <laughs> yeah. know, handmade by an Eskimo lying upside down on his head. <laughs> doesn't matter. The point is that you and I go in and we get the same pillow and we're both thrilled. We've come out, we've got this opulent luxury mega pillow because it costs 600 quid. And, and most of Harrods pillows cost between 300 and 600 pounds. Wow. Don't ask me why. Okay. <laughs> so we both buy that pillow. So then we've bought the pillow. We're happy that we've got the best in the market and we go and meet a sweaty Betty. And, and I say, come on, what, 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 you know, what leggings do I need? And you go, well, these are the ones I've got. So I go out and buy your medium female sized leggings because yeah. you wear them yeah. we don't ever like the thought of wearing my wife's shoes because they cost her a grand yeah <laughs> it's so ludicrous right but we would we actively go and buy when you go and buy pillows you buy a couple one yeah. for you one for your partner one for the kids we're not all the same size yeah. so how does that work yeah so, you know, and, and, and if you think about that from a clinical perspective there are 1.2 million people sleeping in a hospital bed, a care home bed or yeah. in home care, all sleeping on the same fiber filled, waterproof, one size pillow. Yeah. Everyone sleep, is different. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. And sleep is widely known to be the single most effective thing you can do to stay alive. <laughs> it's the thing that keeps <laughs> us on planet Earth. Yeah. No one's thinking about it. No one's talking about it, except for, you know, what magic, wonderful tablet can i get for the perfect night's sleep that doesn't yeah. exist <laughs> so it's just opening people's eyes to logic you know yeah um sleep posture essentially is considering two things the position with which we put ourselves in yeah and then what's underneath us to support that position because yeah. basically you know we, we, we say that posture is the eternal fight against gravity it, it never goes away right it's always pulling yeah. us down yeah from the top to the bottom yeah and the only thing it can pull at is our body weight so yeah. if you lie in the wrong position, you're going to be pulled to the bed by your yeah. own body weight. Um, you know, and I don't think people, I don't think people put two and two together. You wake up with a stiff neck. How often do you go, is this the pillow? Yeah. Or is this because a week last Tuesday, I did a reformer Pilates class that was over, it was a bit much for me. Yeah. Just by virtue of time, the logic doesn't make sense, but no yeah. one's talking about it. That's amazing. So, actually, before we came on, we were talking about the way I sleep and I do sleep on my side, but actually now you say it, I do sometimes sleep on my front, but I have, so I sleep on my front, but I'm looking left. Yeah, so my right side is on, but I have my left arm underneath my pillow. So that's probably even worse, is it? Because I'm, I've got my head slightly raised higher than yeah. what it should be. So think about it. Let's take your spine out. So, so, so I, I, when we do sleep consultations, I always do it like this. And I always get the same answer. So I say to the person, <laughs> right, I'm going to come to your house tonight. We're going to take out your spine and we're going to yeah. put it on the bed next to you. And I'm going to do what you do to your spine every night. So you're going to turn at the head. You're going to turn your cervical spine, your neck all the way left. And then you've also, presumably, because of the way you lie, I'm assuming that you kind of, you turn... You bring one knee over the other knee, so both knees are touching the bed. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Right. That's right. So yeah. in order to do that, you've got to rotate your hips. Yeah. And that's got to put some tension through your spine. So you've now, so I've got your spine mm. out next to you on the bed. I've twisted at you at the hips, 
I've twisted you the other way at the shoulders. Yeah. And then, you know, let's yeah, it's completely, yeah. Well, wobbly. So let's let's yeah. assume that you weigh 50 to 60 kilos, then I can't cause offense and I've got no clue. And <laughs> I'm do. looking at a camera. <laughs> so don't whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Uh, but let's just call it 50. So let's see, so I've done this to span, I've twisted you all the way left at your hips and all the way right at your shoulders. And then I've put something underneath your head just to lift you up a bit more, like you say, sit. And then you've put yeah. an arm under a pillow. So I've extended your shoulder as well. Yeah. That's your position. Now, wait there. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to your kitchen and I'm going to get 50 bags of sugar. <laughs> and I'm going to stick it on top of your spine. So you're going to have 50 kilo weight on top of your spine. Now, just, just for, com you know, your, your, head only, your head weighs five kilos. So 10 lots of your head stuck on top of your spine. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you there for the night, not moving. And if I invited, if I invited that as a suggestion, I said, right, I'll see you tonight. <laughs> Would you let me in your house? Yes or no. no? <laughs> no. But you're, you're actively going to go and do this to yourself tonight without even thinking about it. Yeah. And the irony of that is, and I say this without being facetious, you're top of your game in terms of what you do to your spine during the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but how can it not be reversed at night? We, 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 if we don't start addressing sleep posture, how can any of us not look like my grandma when we're 95? Because yeah. <laughs> we, you see what happens. Everyone who is 60 plus develops arthritis. So, you, you, you know, for whatever the reason is, sleep posture is a vital element of your, of your personal well-being. It will yeah. improve the quality of your life. If you're in pain, it's probably because you're putting muscles in the wrong positions and they don't like it. Yeah. If uh, you've got a stiff neck, it's because of probably your pillow. If you wake up with lower back pain, largely it'll be because of what's going on with your mattress or your position. Yeah. And everyone will just go to a physio or a chiro or an osteo, which they should. But if you grab an elastic band and you pull it and you stretch it, which is what a physio said, or, you know, what a, a clinician might do, you know, you've yeah. got this tight muscle and the, and the, nursed it and they've given you stretches and they've been able to, to stretch that elastic band but what happens the second they let go of the elastic band aka you've left the building yeah. it goes back yeah because that's what muscles do so what we consider our sleep posture to be is really the maintenance um and if we consider that sleep is a time for treatment the biggest massive most you know massive lump of time and in sleep you know you're not you're not it's subconscious stuff it's not like you're actively doing anything yeah then it's really really effective time for treatment and that means to say that sleep posture is a legitimate intervention that everybody should consider <laughs> everyone i <laughs> should <laughs> definitely and does it help with injuries as well so i've got a knee injury i tore the meniscus in my knee two years ago and it's still not healed i'm going for an mri soon actually um but i do tend to sleep on my side when i'm not sleeping on my front uh with a pillow in between my knees so that's then putting because the what is it so i'm sleeping on my right side my injury is on my left leg but it's on the right side of my knee so then when my knee is actually on the mattress that's hurting my knee so then I'm using a pillow to help but I also do have hip dysplasia as well that I was born with so yeah. do, uh, I, do you kind I, of have I, stuff for that I, yeah absolutely um you know again you know we're talking about personalizing or individualizing the positions that people lie in and what it is that supports them to maintain that position so I, I suppose thing one is to say, if we're all in agreement that a neutral resting spine makes logical sense, 
right? That yeah. to have a straight spine that isn't working is going to recover quicker than one that has, hasn't got that advantage. Yeah. Then we can arguably say that we can improve sleep quality, quality, not quantity, but yes. the quality of sleep that we have through the medium of sleep posture. So that's thing one. So if that's true, then we always need to try and adopt a neutral resting spine. And one of the things that's really interesting to me is that, of course, a, a woman's presentation and a man's presentation are so completely different. So yeah. you know, a man's legs almost sort of come straight you know, ahead of each other in a straight yeah. line, whereas a woman's hips generally, particularly those of our child, but child children, yeah. are, are wider apart. So whether you've got, regardless of the fact that you've got hip, hip displacement, even if you didn't, yeah. when you're lying on your side, you've kind of got further to go from your hips to your knees. They're kind of in, internally rotating to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So that means to say when you lie on your side as a woman, it's nearly impossible to have a neutral hip position. Yeah. Because yeah. the leg is pulling down, gravity is pulling that leg. It's a piece of weight. It's, you know, legs, just, you know, your biggest muscle. Uh, and it's being pulled down. So you're pulling at the hip and the hip's pulling yeah. at the spine. So, it, it, you know, we'll discuss hip displacement in a second, but specifically talking about, really, I mean, I do it. There is a distance between, you know, your legs. Yeah. So when you're lying on your side, if that's not supported by something between, and you said knees. I like people to put pillows between their knees and their ankles. Okay. Because again, if you're just putting it between your knees, then half your leg's still dangling down, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's pulling on, it's all, we're, it's, it's all so well interlinked. Yeah. The, the, the more neutral everything is, the more it can switch off. So if you imagine that your hips, knees and ankles are all parallel in a straight line. Yeah. Then that hip gets to switch off. It's not, and, and inequally, if you're sort of a naughty spine abuser as you are in sleep and you sort of bring that top knee over. Yeah. And, and I, what, we're, we're doing some research at the moment, but I think we already know the answer, which is that 70 odd percent of us sleep on our sides, but I think nearly all of them sleep how you sleep. Yeah. They don't, they don't sleep with a neutral resting spine. They don't have a nice yeah. sleep. They just, you bring, why? Because it's comfy. You bring that top knee yeah. and it comes over the bed and you're essentially twisting your spine when you do that. Yeah. So, by putting a pillow between your knees and ankles, you're filling that hole and you're allowing your, knee to, your hip to remain neutral and it's got a point of reference. It knows where it is in space. It's not just sort of in midair. Um, and that's relevant to everyone. Yeah. From my perspective, we should all be lying on our sides in the semi-fetal position with a pillow between our knees and ankles. And, yeah. and for women, um, like I said, we're actually, we've developed a prototype. It's going to be called uh, we call this an exclusive. It's going to be called the Levitex leg bed. That's because good. Think about, if you think about how your legs present, they come in at the knee, but then yeah. they kind of go straight. So they kind of have two different angles. Yeah. So if you, if, you do, if you support that with a flat surface, I think the point is, and this is again what we learned in, in, in our healthcare work, um, no two, no, nobody presents the same, we're all asymmetric. Yeah. So nobody presents in the same way and so there needs to be an element of personalization on how we fill that gap in and that's yeah. all we're trying to do we're trying to bring the bed to the person rather than the person to the bed yeah which is what we've been doing for a hundred years you know yeah thousands of years um yeah it's interesting it's funny whenever we're interesting well it, you know it's sleep is really underdeveloped which is why it's taking us it will take us a really long time to smash what we want to do and change yeah. how people think about posture in healthcare which is really the mission right we, yeah we, yeah much we love to work with the you know the olympians and the football players and all that stuff, and it's really cool yeah there's no provision you know god forbid you have a stroke you're just rotting in a bed somewhere and there's yeah. nothing that anyone's doing to help prevent that 
yeah. and it's the spine that keeps you moving and moving keeps you alive so it's just under it's just so under it's just not considered and it's frightening. Yeah. Like when people get the memo eventually and go oh my god why why am I lying on the same pillow as my husband when he's 15 stone and I'm only eight stone and he's yeah. six foot five and I'm only five foot three why are we because we don't wear the same glasses we don't have the same medication we don't have the same food lights we don't wear the same clothes same prescription yeah. there's nothing the same yeah. our seating position in the car all yeah. of that is personalized and the thing that we do more than anything else that has the biggest impact on our survival and our health our well-being all of it has never been talked about until now ever by anyone yeah that's so true that's mad why it hasn't been and it should be yeah the, the thing that patients need in hospital is to re rehabilitate as quick as humanly possible but we don't give them a chance yeah because we're not considering yeah. we, we, you know we, we, that, that we talk about things like pressure sores and yeah you know incontinence or all, all, all those things but we don't talk about the impact of your of your spine and yeah. um and like i said to you before it, and it's not just in complex care it's also no one in elite sport knows yeah, and they should. They should know well, that. Well, think about it. Like we were, we, we, the entire Paralympic team took our product to Tokyo, and about eighty Olympians was an example. And but think about it like this, right? You've spent five years, and I know how these guys train. Like it's, yeah. it's obscene the commitment, right? And you say to them, "What are your macros?" And they'll go, "Well, I've had twelve and a half grams of this protein, and six grams of that protein, and this, 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 and these are my heavy carb load days." And and you know. Uh, and what does your workout routine look like and what was your personal best and who did you beat and where was it and they'll yeah. give you by second information like that what do you sleep on so then i think it was stage worse so the night before the biggest race of their lives that they've spent five years training for you've got to get it right on it in a 24 i mean it's a ludicrous thing if you think about it you spent all this time yeah for this one 10 minute event one minute event whatever it is and the night before that you're sleeping in a single bed yeah. where um, yeah. the pillow is whatever they've made for you. Yeah. And the most important thing you can do before that race is sleep properly with a good neutral resting spine. Yeah. I know all the is beds are the same as well. Like in the Olympic Village, they'll all be the same. They're all the same. Okay. Yeah. And so if you're an athlete and you go, you know, you think about a footballer, a footballer, a Premier League footballer is traveling every away game. So if there's 38 games away a season, yeah. 38 times a year minimum he's in a hotel wow yeah yeah and no one's ever thought well what am i lying on at the yeah. moment it's whatever you know sweaty bob slept on the night before yeah. <laughs> but what actually are they lying on is if it's a really soft bed that's going to be terrible for the spine if they've yeah. got big massive you know continental style pillows that make their heads go up yeah disaster yeah it's so interesting these, these, the, the, we had um we had a cyclist he's a professional you know like a tour de france type oh, wow. level yeah. you know world world cycle we, we were with a few, quite a few actually and he called us in belgium he was in flanders and his back went into spasm and i was like you know and he called out james i don't know what to do and we figured out so basically the bed was so soft that it took his back into spasm wow but first day he went to a chiropractor and they said there's something wrong with your knee Second day, he went to an osteo. They said there was something wrong with his shoulder. And third day, I can't remember who he saw, but they said there was something wrong with his hip. Wow. And he flew home and missed the race. Now, this yeah. is a guy that spends, I think he's got three or four bikes that they drive around with him. I think they're £15,000 a bike. Wow. 
but they stayed in some, I don't know, some stinky hotel where it doesn't matter, even yeah, the hotels yeah. are often really soft beds. Yeah. Um, and flew home. And when he got home, the physio saw him and said, Have you been sleeping on a crap bed? <laughs> and it's like the guy gets paid hundreds of thousands of pounds to race bikes and has these you know, shoes that cost three grand for you know special cycling. Yeah. And no consideration of his sleep. And and because of that, he didn't do his race. Oh no. He was gutted as well. Gutted. Just because, but, yeah, because of sleeping. But not a single athlete has ever been able to tell me what they sleep on. What pillow they sleep on. They don't have a yeah. clue. Yeah. Whatever the missus bought me at Christmas, that's yeah. it. <laughs> and you can't travel with your bed, can you? <laughs> can't travel with your bed, but you can travel with your pillow. Yeah. And you can you know that the neck is the most delicate part of your spine, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and from a perspective of sensory feedback equally like the, the sensory goodness is all there as well so if yeah. you get if you start with the neck it just it has such a huge impact on the rest of you you know yeah yeah uh, it should be a law we should make it actual law in parliament that you have to travel with your pillow wherever you <laughs> that go would be good. We should. You, you know the distance between your earlobe and scapula hasn't changed so yeah. why would you change what you lie on <laughs> it's like going on holiday like and buying yeah, you know, buying sandals, but you buy them in size yeah. four when you were size eight. You're on holiday. <laughs> yeah. No one would do that. It doesn't work, no. My no. kids stayed at my parents, so their grandparents, on Thursday night. And my son, he's seven. He said, oh, I don't like staying there. I don't like the bed. And I was like, well, why? And he said, because the pillow's not comfy. And you know what? I completely forgot to take his pillow. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't have a good night's sleep on Thursday night. No. And it's yeah. like, we, we did we did a piece of work with HSBC. Um and just before they met us, they've done a global well-being survey. And I think this, I think these stats have to represent the globe. I think if you are working for a corporate, you will you will land in this because you will have had a year and a half working from home and you're working yeah. for a corporate, you know, the, the other elements are relatively similar. And, and they do a lot of work. Every major organization globally spends the majority of their well-being budget on mental health. Yeah. And then they follow, that's followed up by exercise. And, and healthy eating or nutritional tips but, but fundamentally the exercise and the nutritional play I think I assume is leading towards trying to get the benefits for mental health yes um, yeah so they did this survey and globally 85 to 95 percent of the of the of the applicants were satisfied with nutrition exercise and mental health right and sleep was 44 to 62 percent wow so that has to be a global thing yeah yeah it has to yeah so okay yeah if we're trying to impact healthy eating then it's quite easy let's send yeah. around some diet tips you can choose them at your leisure and you make your call hydrate better yeah. choose, choose your food more wisely and these yeah. are the sorts of things you can do and as, a, as an employer you can impact change there relatively easily yeah same with exercise you know mm -hmm. hsbc is an example they reward their staff for 10k runs or any any amount of exercise yoga what it doesn't really matter yeah. if you do exercise you you put get points and eventually you'll win prizes for, from hsbc but if you wake up having had a poor night's sleep you're not going to bother with the exercise because you can't be asked yeah yeah you're also you're already go in that straight, yeah and you're going to go straight to the fridge and get your sugary food because you're tired yeah so you, your diet's out yeah you're also going to be in a stinky mood because everything hurts and you're tired yeah so yeah. what what easy what what are the easy interventions for sleep because we can't deal with the psychological i can't deal with the psychological impact like we discussed before in june i read that there were four hundred twenty thousand new referrals for mental health in in the nhs yeah it's frightening 
well, we, we, we can't possibly, we can't manage that. Yeah. There's no way of managing that. So there's a massive, there's a nuclear bomb called mental health that we simply physically have not got the tools to deal with. And that's compounded by the fact that we have this sort of revert, you know, this reverse pyramid of aging where there are so many elderly and infirm people that we simply can't look after them. Yeah. So we've got these two big cohorts of people with nothing to offer them. Yeah. But actually, for the old person in a care home, if they wake up in less pain, if their body shape is preserved, if their muscle range is preserved, if they're able to still get in and out of bed, turn in the bed, feed, feed, you know, eat, 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 eat food themselves, swallow without choking, yeah, all the way through to, you know, somebody who's at the office, who's having a bad day, who's having, you know, going through mental health problems or what, whatever that other thing is. Yeah. There is an intervention called sleep posture that can transcend all of those others. It's not going to solve the mental health. Yeah. If you have insomnia, I can't help the psychological reasons. But if you sleep for three hours or you've got a kid, you know, you've got a new baby and yeah. it's affecting your sleep pattern. But those the sleep that you have is quality. Yeah. You know, people always say to me, it's the, it's the standard question. People always say to me, you know, how do you I bet you sleep amazingly? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I don't. Um, and I don't because I've got four kids. I've got yeah. and one's doing A levels. One's just started high school. I've got two dogs. I've got my own business. There is the rain's awful. There are a million reasons why I don't sleep, but I haven't had neck pain in eight years. Yeah. So that's a good. It's, thing. Yeah. it's being able to promise a deliverable, and it, and allowing people to break down sleep and make meaningful change and improvement to it. Yeah. Where there's a linear. Where, where they can almost track how that changes you know when you yeah. when you go on a diet or you have a nutritionist every yeah. week you can be accountable you know what you've eaten you go on the whales the whale the scales not the whales you can go on the whales <laughs> but they're not going to help with you with your weight you go on the scales and you know you know where you're at well I, I ate loads of rubbish this week I'm expecting to go yeah there's no real way of marking that for sleep you can't pinpoint what it is that's giving you a good or a bad night's sleep but at, at the moment really we class a good night's sleep on if we get eight hours yeah even yeah. if we wake up exhausted we, yeah. i'm a great sleeper why oh i get, always get eight hours uh, is, is answer one or well i can i can sleep on a plane i can sleep anywhere i could sleep on a on a <laughs> 10 pence piece yeah that doesn't mean you're a good sleeper it means you're capable of falling asleep yeah if you're waking up feeling tired and you have to keep calling the physio because your neck hurts yeah arguably i would say you've not had a great sleep yeah. And the same is true of what we lie on. So like I said, you know, the, the two takeaways of sleep posture, one is the position you put yourself in and the other is what you lie on. Yeah. And every time somebody tells me they've got a fantastic bed, <laughs> I say, why? And they yeah. say, because it cost me 10,000 yeah. pounds. And I'll say, <laughs> and why is it good? And they'll say something like, well, it's got horse hair. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Some random thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, why is it good? Because yeah. it's comfy. Okay, but we've discussed I'm comfy, I'm cross-legged, sat yeah. leaning forward, bent over my spine. And, and, and as a result of that, over time, I have got shortened pecs and an, an arched shoulders. I'm six foot two. I've yeah. been six foot two since I was 12. So all my mates were short and cute and, you know, all the girls fancied them. And I just <laughs> brought myself down. Yeah. And as a result, I now have a body shape deformity. I, I'm saying I'm, I'm deformed, but I have... Yeah. My body shape has changed 
and my muscles have, have accommodated that change so that when I sit up straight, yeah. I'm being pulled from my pecs, which are tight, and the muscles around my shoulders and my back yeah. are loose. So this is no longer my new normal. Is yeah, no. yeah. So comfort is really misleading because yeah. we should all be comfortable, right? Nobody should be selling beds yeah. and pillows and mattresses that like, please buy my uncomfortable bed you know yeah let's just assume that comfort is a given but what do you actually need and how do we prove to your audience that this is going to improve the quality of their lives and that's yeah. that's our big mission yeah oh thank you i've learned so much it's been incredible <laughs> really um, I, 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 you have to forgive me i get i i, I waffle a bit but I think, oh it's great i love it thank you i, I, I suppose the thing is that um if we want to make some meaningful change in how we look after our elderly and infirm, which is really why we're, you know, we're doing what we, yeah. like I said, of course, I want to make a load of money. I want to go and retire somewhere, take the wife and yeah. have all those, you know, we're not a charity, but fundamentally there is a huge missing element of care, whether that's self-care that we can adopt just, you, you know, you and I yeah. addressing how to sleep. Yeah. Um, but, but more importantly, you know, think about, the fact you know if you've ever had to go to hospital and just look how people are lying in bed yeah all sorts of hunched over dropped pushed forward through the mechanical bed yeah just think about the spine yeah yeah <laughs> thank you so much and where can we find you what's your website or your social medias your platforms um we are levitex.co.uk um levitex sleep is our handle for twitter and insta um and i suppose from our side just to say we're interested in screaming and shouting about sleep posture not selling people pillows and mattresses you'll, you'll notice that's the first time they've been mentioned on this on this podcast yes, it they're not it's not it's our, our job is, you know we'll sell pillows and mattresses. i'm not concerned about that what i want people to think about is how they lie in bed do they have any sort of pain and and and, and also remember that the pain you have shoulder pain it doesn't necessarily mean that's the root cause of the problem the shoulder could have come from a knee injury that's made you walk in a slightly different way and hold you know you wake up with a, all major injuries start with a niggle so you wake up with a slightly stiff back or stiff neck you bring your shoulders up you might change the arm you use to shower you might get into your car and adjust your mirror slightly because you can't quite turn. and if you continue to change your occupations yeah it will impact the injury and so it's it's you know, it's trying to take a holistic approach, uh, and and just, I think, just to be logical. I, I don't yeah. think people have been logical about this stuff. But just like I say, when you can't sleep, you're desperate for yeah. anything that's going to give you that. You know, you're, you you've had children, as have I. Those night feeds, and I did them. You know, yeah. I said, when you yeah. don't sleep, like the world has ended. Your cognitive function goes, and it's so but how can you impact that? How can I tell, you know, how can you call a young mum and go, right, you need eight hours. Oh, thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that <laughs> wonderful piece of information. And what am I going to do with my little baby that's screaming it for it? You know, it's redundant. Yeah. It's redundant and useless. Yeah. But if we, if we start explaining to people that a neutral resting spine is the future, then we'll start to make those changes, you know? Yeah. I think. Yeah. I Thank you so much. Oh, it's been wonderful. I've learned, I really have learned so much about it and it will be really interesting to add things onto the yoga side of it as well. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, Definitely. you know, posture is the eternal fight against gravity. So that means it's a 24 seven thing to be looking at your daytime postures, your yoga and your nighttime postures. Yeah. If you get those all nailed, 
Yeah. We're all going to heaven and we can uh, <laughs> feel really, pat ourselves on the back a little bit. For a minute, think about what it is you're lying on and just think about the fact that, you know, let's just go with just pillow, just for the takeaway for today. Yeah. Think about your pillow and think about, is it filling in the space between your earlobe and your scapula? The thing that's going to lift your head off the bed to keep your neck nice and neutral when you sleep. That's thing one. Yes. And thing two, particularly for the ladies that listen to this podcast, start putting a pillow. If you lie on your side between your knees and your ankles, it will change your life. Right. I will do that. Definitely. Oh, thank Let me know you. you Pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much to James from Levitex and I will put all of the information down in the show notes below. But thank you so much for being here. It really means the world to me. And remember to subscribe, like, and also go on and rate this episode or this podcast because then it gets the ratings higher and more people can see it and we can spread the word a lot more about easy yoga and well-being for yoga and everything else like that. So yes, I will see you very soon. Thank you so much for being here. Bye everyone.